The streaming wars are kicking into high gear with HBO Max making a big splash with projects like House of the Dragon and a Green Lantern show. We'll break down all the newly unveiled details of HBO Max and whether it's worth your time and money. Stick around for your daily charge. Welcome to The Daily Charge. Today's Wednesday, October 30th. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Joni Salzman. And here are today's top stories. AT&T's WarnerMedia unit needed to make a strong first impression with its HBO Max service. It showed off teases for upcoming projects like the Game of Thrones spinoff, a project by Ridley Scott, and that Green Lantern TV show, which could be amazing or Ryan Reynolds-level horrible. <laughs> In total, it'll offer 10,000 hours of programming, with the, but with the streaming wars underway and Apple TV Plus and Disney Plus right around the corner. Did HBO Max succeed in piquing your interest, Joan? Well, the thing that's going to be interesting for me is my personal scenario, which I think is going to be the same situation for a lot of people. I get HBO Go currently because mm. through um, a regular pay TV subscription. So we have HBO, the regular traditional linear channel through a pay TV provider. But that pay TV provider isn't DirecTV or AT&T. Mm. So basically anybody that is a subscriber to regular HBO, anybody that uses HBO Go, unless AT&T or DirecTV is your provider for that, you don't get HBO Max unless you also oh. pay another $15. Oh, interesting. They, yeah, so it piqued my interest, but you know, immediately thereafter, you're like, do I have to like start double paying now? Or do, oh, do yeah. then you get into a headspace of, well, do I cancel the pay TV subscription and get rid of everything? And so it makes the calculus very complicated for right. anybody that isn't an AT&D like inside that bubble already. Interesting. So that said, like, you know, with Disney Plus coming out and with the, uh, um, well, we've got Peacock next year right. and, and Apple TV Plus, of course, although. On Friday, yeah. On Friday. It's different. But which it's, is a little different, yeah, but. They I mean, want your money too. That is like, do you think there is space for all these players to to thrive or to exist at this point? I think they can all exist. Whether they'll all thrive is the question. And the big thing that to talk about here is that $15 price. Yeah. That's more, that's like triple Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. It's double Disney Plus. Yep. It's even more than Netflix's most popular pan, it's basically on par with Netflix's highest premium level right. subscription tier. Um, so it's basically the priciest service out there. Now, AT&T and WarnerMedia have said that they're going to lower the price with an ad-supported tier mm. within the first year. So there will be an option. Um, I presume it's not going to be free with ads because there's no way they could have enough right. ads to make right. that worth it to be free. But they will have like a discounted price depending mm. on what they decide. They didn't say what it would be. A discounted price somewhere below that $15 level if you're willing to sit through ads while you watch all this stuff. It's very interesting the notion of like watching traditional HBO shows like with Game of Thrones advertising. With, and then seeing commercials pop up in the middle because that's so not, I mean that's yeah. not TV. That's the whole premise and of HBO, right? And that's part of the problem too is that uh, you know, shows like they've they've licensed Friends and Big mm-hmm. Bang Theory. Those are written and scripted for commercial yeah. breaks. One of the th- reasons that you know auteur TV makers have liked HBO is the creative freedom, creative freedom, including not having to structure yes. your acts of yeah. your of your storytelling to like you got to have the thirty the thirty. You got to have a break right after three minutes. You got to have right. a break after seven minutes. Right. You don't have to work and within those. Acts there's actual like, tangible changes. Like you have to like build in little cliffhangers before a commercial yeah, break. Right. Exactly. Like, and so that means that it's going to be even more unnatural to be sticking ads in the real, the best content that they're making. 
Now, uh, I know you watched this via live stream, uh, as I as did I, uh, and it was a little disappointing that they kind of blacked out a bunch of the content. But in terms of the teases on the content, they had like obviously House House of the Dragon. Right. I keep getting that wrong. Not uh, House of Cards. Right. House Not of the Dragon. Don't get it twisted. Um, was a, a headliner in terms of content we're going to see. But was there anything else that kind of stuck out that you that you know that would actually motivate someone to actually sign up for the service? Well, the the issue that we have with um, HBO Max is that it's kind of in between Apple TV and Disney Plus. Like they have these franchises like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. to build off of. Like Disney Plus has yep. Marvel. They HBO Max also has DC, yep. and they're building a lot of shows like Green Lantern and um, some other DC related shows for mm-hmm. the service. So you've got people that like already know those 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 franchises that would be interested, um, but. They also ha- are struggling against this concept of they have a lot of stuff that's going to be just kind of like original IP that people yeah. aren't necessarily like maybe they'll be interested in Gina Rodriguez from Jane the Virgin. She's going to be in a movie. Maybe they're really big fans of that actress, but it's mm-hmm. just a lower level of mass interest when it's right. individual creators, just because not very many individual creators have the gigantic kind of following that a Game of Thrones or a Marvel or a DC right. does. I mean, one creator, Ridley Scott. Right. A- Fairly high profile project. I mean, right. is that one that you think gets lost in the kind of the noise of all these different streaming services or like, is there hope for some of these like high profile directors? Right. Yeah. I mean, these high profile directors are going to, it's not even just the noise of all these different services. There's also a lot of noise on this street service itself. Yeah, yeah. Like at least with, with Apple, it's like, we've only got nine shows, so it's hard to get them confused. Right. Um, <laughs> with Disney, they have this sort of built-in, like, clustering structure where, like, there's going to be stuff that's Disney proper, stuff that's Pixar, stuff that's Marvel, stuff that's yep. Star Wars, stuff that's Nat Geo. Like, at least you can, like, grasp on to what they mm-hmm. have generally by those sort of verticals. With HBO right. Max, it's like, we've got HBO. We've got Warner Brothers stuff. We've got DC. We've got Ridley Scott. We've got Rick and Morty. We've got South Park. We Like, South Park is Comedy Central. That's right. even, it's all, like, it's, it's all, all a mishmash. And so it's going to be more difficult to instantaneously think what, oh, I'm going to go to HBO Max for that. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting dilemma, having too much content and, like, not particularly organized it's just like it's everything yeah right now it seems very jumbled and right. hard to process the daily charge i'm roger chang i'm joni salson thanks for joining us can't get enough check out the daily supercharge our extended post show with special features audience q a and in-depth reviews available now wherever you get your podcasts